Em, can you believe we are in our third season of Interview Boss? Not really. It's crazy. But that means there are over 90 episodes we've made. (gasps) Oh my God. Scrolling through all of our episode titles, you might miss an episode that actually is exactly what you're looking for. Yes, we get so many messages of people asking us to do an episode on something and we're like, we already have. So we've put together playlists to help you find the episodes that are best suited to you. If you're applying for jobs, we have episodes about resumes, cover letters and job ads. If you've been offered your dream job, we have episodes on resigning, exit interviews and how to impress at your new company. Yes, and we even have a playlist for if you have an interview like tomorrow and you need just our most recommended episodes, just the ones you really need between now and then. Exactly. It is all there for you. You can browse by category. Check out the playlist at www.interviewboss.com.au forward slash podcast. I already am seeing myself being like, oh, I just want a job that I love and makes me passionate and challenges me, but not a job that exhausts me. Hey everyone and welcome back to Interview Boss. My name's Emma, I'm a radio journalist and I've teamed up with my sister to give you advice, inspiration and support when you're looking for a new job. Sarah's a HR and recruitment top doggy and together we're excited to give you guys all the tips, tricks and behind the scenes knowledge to help you in your career. Hey Em and welcome back to another week everyone. Who's our shoot your shot shout out this week Em? This week's Shoot Your Shot shout out goes to Raquel who emailed us her win and we just did a little happy dance when we got this win. I put it on my story, blanked out her details, just put, you know, the little text because it made me so happy. So she wanted to let us know that she's been listening and interviewing for some different positions and loves getting the reminder and boost on the way to interviews by listening to us. So she puts us on on the drive. Stop it. She's hoping to get a job offer this week. Fingers crossed. Everyone cross your toes, your fingers. Think of Raquel. But she still wants to listen after because she loves our reminders about performance and finding joy in what you do, particularly in our guest episodes, which just, my heart, because we come to terms with the fact that we lose a lot of our listeners. And even though that's sad, that's great because we've done our job and, you know, we've set our grasshoppers free and they're going to go do amazing things. Grasshoppers? (laughs) Butterflies, maybe? No, you know the saying, like, young grasshopper, like, you have much to learn. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Miyagi. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so to hear that our little grasshoppers are going to stick around just feels like they want to be our friends. Like, we have so many friends. Anyway, so happy. And also, she lives in, I don't know how to say this, Annapolis, Maryland. Annapolis? Annapolis. Annapolis. What is with polis places in America? Like in a book I was reading, there was a place called like Indianapolis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry to our US listeners. How do you say it? I've only been to the US once and Emma's never been. So excuse <laughs> us if we don't know how to say things. Indianapolis is what I would say. Not Indiana. my Australian accent. In- Indianapolis. So. Indianapolis. <laughs> Indianapolis. Snuffle off again. <laughs> so tell us where you're from if you DM us. It blows our tiny minds that you're all over the world. It's incredible. So if you've got an interview coming up and you need a bit of help, check out my one-on-one sessions. You can find out all about them at www.interviewboss.com.au forward slash coaching.
And every month we're going to choose one of our Shoot Your Shot shout out listeners to receive an interview boss gift box. And if we do say so ourselves, these are bloody awesome. So if you liked one of our episodes, used a tip we sent you, or you want to request an episode specifically on your situational industry, slide into our DMs and you could be that person next month. Tell us what your win is. Also, disclaimer, your shoot your shot shout out doesn't have to be that you landed an amazing job with a 30K pay rise. It could just be that you did an interview and for the first time you were a bit more confident than normal. You weren't as nervous. You know, we love the small wins, big and small. Today's episode is going to be all about job satisfaction. Now you might ask, what do you mean? We're going to chat about maybe you have a couple of different offers and you've got to weigh up different roles. You know, a lot of them have different elements to consider money, commuting, other perks, having a good boss. What goes into job satisfaction? Because we know it's not all about money. And ultimately, what's going to make you the happiest in your life? And me being, you know, a science student at heart, I wanted to look at what the research says and not just make this up anecdotally, but actually look at some studies that have been done and what they've actually can tell us about how you can be the happiest in your life by what job you choose. So we've got a few different factors here to explore. What's our first one, Em? First one we have is money won't make you happy but it can prevent you from being unhappy. Now, this is funny because that sounds a bit like doesn't make sense. But speaking from experience, I have spent three years of my life living below the poverty line as a uni student, literally living off sometimes like $200 a week. Don't know how it's possible, but I survived. And so a lot of the time, all of my stress came from being poor. And like when people say, you know, money can't buy happiness, I used to hate that because I'm like, I get that you can have money and be unhappy, but money right now would significantly improve my life. So there's a fine line, obviously. And what it's saying here is that they're beyond a certain point. Once you're comfortable enough, it doesn't make you any happier after that. Does that make sense? So it stops the unhappiness. Yeah, exactly. But you've got to be at that stable, comfortable. So there are two ideal income points. One is for emotional well-being, and one is for life evaluation. Mm, So it's kind of like there are two amounts where you're emotionally happy and you're not suffering stress, like you said, Em. So that's in US dollars, about sixty dollars to $70,000 per year is for emotional well-being. And then there's this higher level, which is where you feel successful and like proud of your life and happy with where you're at. And that's about $95,000 US dollars for that level. I would agree with that. Totally relate to the $60,000. What's that in Australian dollars, $60,000 US roughly? Quite a lot more. Mm, Okay. Well, I'm happy earning a lot less than that, but that's okay. So a company called Expensivity updated this research last year and found that this life evaluation number for every country in the world. So that's cool. We'll put the link in the show notes. You can check it out specifically to your country and what the levels are. I guess the takeaway for this part of the research is that beyond a certain point, Earning more and more money won't make you happier on its own. And I think that's something to think about. Getting those pay rises early on in your career once you're up to that level. And I'm not saying everyone has to earn that amount, but it's something to consider when you're at a certain point in your career where you're really happy with where you're at. Money isn't everything and it's not going to make you happy in a job. And I think a lot of people can relate to having a highly paid job that still makes them miserable and it's not worth it. And you might be tossing up a new job and you're hung up on the fact that it's say. 5k more and like it's natural we obviously we equate more money but that's better we want that but 
this is just a good reminder that the 5k isn't worth it past a certain point of course if you're on a low income and you know that you're like where I was and you're fighting for stability then of course that 5k is like the most important thing but when you're at that comfortable point a lot sort of needs to be considered before the money I think and we've got some other factors here in the rest of this episode that might outweigh that 5k when you do the maths let's get into this one commute time So researchers have found that each extra minute of commuting time reduces both job and leisure time satisfaction, though not overall life satisfaction, and increases strain and worsens mental health. Now, I've been very fortunate. I have never, ever commuted longer than six minutes. (laughs) People out there are probably like, F you, considering people sometimes drive, you know, two hours a morning. So I'm very sorry for my privilege. But I can say from speaking from that, I love it. I love waking up 20 minutes before work if I have to. I can essentially get in the car at the time I'm sort of meant to be at work and still get there in a reasonable five minutes. So yeah, I love having a short commute. But Sarah, you can probably speak to commuting. Have you done some lengthy commutes before? Yeah, definitely. I've worked at jobs where I've been between different offices and one of them was like 20 minutes, which is really good in Sydney. And the other was kind of more like 45, 50 minutes sometimes, which is a long way, just one way. So that's kind of like two hours of your day spent in the car. And yeah, I really dreaded going to that office. You know who we need to ask about this? Our dad. Our dad moved from his country town to the big smoke after 55 years and had to commute what? How long was it for him to drive? Over an hour and a half, one way. Something crazy. And then the pandemic happened and he got to work from home, but he was fanging it hard to Sydney for a while and he was not having a good time. Yeah. Very early in the morning to beat the traffic. Obviously, you raise a good point, Em. With working from home and flexibility, this might not be as much of an issue anymore, but- This is what the research found, adding 20 minutes of commuting per day. So that's like 10 minutes there, 10 minutes back only has the same negative effect on your job satisfaction as a 19% pay cut. So let's say you've got a 30 minute commute and you're adding on 20 minutes total per day onto that, or you're tossing up two jobs, one's half an hour away, the other's 40 minutes away. This is what it's saying. Adding that 20 minutes per day has a massive negative effect on your job satisfaction. I get that. Crazy. Choose the one that's closer to home. And again, like this would be really interesting, right? If you had a job that paid less that was closer to home and one that paid more but not a lot more that was further away, research says the one that's closer to home with the slightly less pay is going to make you happier. Yeah, the statistics don't lie. So another little factor we have here is age. Trigger warning, this might may be distressing for some viewers on the cusp of 30. Okay, so there's a distinct U-shape in the relationship between satisfaction and age, and it's also consistent with previous findings. So for Australians, sorry other worldwide listeners, satisfaction with life is lowest at the ages of 35 to 44. That is a bleak statistic. Sarah, how do you feel? You're on the cusp of 30. Are you ready for the worst (laughs) years of your life coming up? It's so horrible to say it like that, Em. Ouch. Yeah, really interesting, right? Like this has pretty much been replicated in most of the research and it's not just Australia. I believe it's some other countries as well, but it's not everywhere. I think it's specific to the type of country you live in. Essentially, I think the researchers have pointed out things like between 35 to 44, you've often got struggling to manage and 
balance like a young family. Again, we're talking statistics here. So we're talking generalizations, balancing a young family. Maybe you've got aging parents, like work is at its hardest because you're not kind of in that comfortable close to retirement zone. You're still trying to hustle with that. Yeah. And I guess it's the hardest for people to manage their happiness. However, the good news is it's not just a slow slide from there on it increases again. And I think when you think about a U-shape, I'm pretty sure it says Australians in their like 70s and 80s are the happiest. (laughs) How crazy is that? Bloody oath. What do they have to do? They're like, oh, bingo at seven, grandkids at eight, leisurely caravan trip, like living the dream, living the dream. And again, we're generalizing here because what we're talking about is statistics, but it's something to think about is that like if you're looking for life satisfaction and you're over 30, like I'm about to be, you may just have to prepare yourself that you're going through a bit of a dip in life satisfaction. It's going to be a hard slog for a little while. So I guess the takeaway here is if you're at that point in your life, go easy on yourself when you're choosing a job and you may not find that your job can give you all the life satisfaction that you're looking for. And maybe a listen to our X Factor episode might be the right thing for you. Or on the flip side, maybe because, you know, life's a bit stressful, statistically you're not your happiest, maybe the job you want to pick is more relaxed. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, because for me, lately I'm on this whole (laughs) anti-grind movement and I can so see myself. Says you with a side hustle. (laughs) Yeah, lol. But like I already am seeing in myself being like, oh, I just want a job that I love and makes me passionate and challenges me, but not a job that exhausts me. Like I'm not here trying to climb ranks and go crazy. So maybe in that phase of life, that's something to consider too. Like there's maybe a job you're choosing that's super senior and a step up and you feel inclined to do that. But there's also just a bit of a more mediocre job. And it's okay if you pick that because if you just want to cruise through and you want your work to not be the thing that causes more stress, then do that. Okay, so next little bit of research we have is satisfaction with your coworkers, boss, you know, the job. Research shows that satisfaction with the people you work with, your boss and the tasks that you're assigned to seem to have the greatest influence. Now, this is no surprise. Humans are relationship driven creatures. We love connection. Yeah. And what's really interesting here is that the people you work with, your boss and the tasks that you're actually doing have more of an impact on your satisfaction than your pay your recognition, opportunities for promotion and training. So it really goes to show like if you're thinking, oh yeah, but this job doesn't have the best boss, but it's a great opportunity for training and progression and maybe even pay, your coworkers and your boss, according to the research, are going to have a bigger impact on how you feel every day. Totally relate. Like I love my workplace. I have friends where we all started in the same crew and now we've all got other full-time jobs there. Love my boss, love everyone. And I think if you offered me like a job with better pay somewhere else that was a way stricter, you know, less fun, enjoyable work environment, it'd be a no because, yeah, money's not everything. I had this epiphany when I started my first full-time job. You spend more time with the people you work with than anyone. Like that scared me a little bit. The lady, like at this time I worked next to my work mum, Cherie, and I would look at her and be like, you see me more than my mum. And I live with my parents, you know, like you literally spend the most time with people at work. Em, I have news for you. What? I think most people know that already. Uh, Well, (laughs) I'm just saying I had a profound moment of like, that's messed up as in we work way too much. The fact that the people we work with, we spend the most time with rather than leisure or friends or. Yes, it is interesting. I'm actually seeing like movements popping up 
anti-hustle kind of part-time just for lifestyle reasons. I think we're on the cusp of like a big shift in how we work. Four-day work weeks are being trialed in the UK. I actually saw the greatest tweet or meme or I can't even remember where it was of someone saying, okay, if you work for one of these companies in the UK that's doing this four-day work week trial, guys, take one for the team for the next six months. Do your best work because we need the evidence to say that it works really well and everyone was more productive, okay? <laughs> so if your company is doing a four-day work week trial Pull your socks up and make it the best six months you've ever had. Do it for the rest of us because we need a four-day work week, all right? So, yeah, obviously, like in a job search, maybe this is about you have a new job coming up that you interviewed for, but then maybe your work offers you like a little promotion and you're tossing up between, oh, the workplace that I really love already or something that's more senior maybe this comes into effect maybe you're like no I love the fact that I've worked here for 10 years I know everybody we get on so well there's a lot more to consider than just the money definitely and this episode is all about making you think there are no hard and fast rules you got to do what's best for you but this is some food for thought the research doesn't lie and if you're approaching 35 I'm sorry for what the research said it wasn't us it was the researchers thanks so much for listening to interview boss If you like hearing the sound of our voices, hit that follow button in Apple or Spotify, or better yet, tell someone about our amazing show. That's how we can hit the charts so we can help even more people. For more advice, inspiration, and a supportive community, check us out on Instagram at interviewboss. We've been your job search besties and helped you in some way. There's a cool way you can support the show. Shout us a virtual coffee. We get a huge kick out of reading all of your success stories. Head to buymeacoffee.com forward slash interview boss and shout us a cuppa. If you keep us caffeinated, we can keep the content coming. <laughs>